So what's the number one thing for any enterprise that wants to be successful? It is, of course, discipline. It's the first thing. It may not be the last thing, but it's the first thing. For example, in school, kids have to be disciplined. They need to know that they have to show up at a certain time. They have to go to class. They can't throw things around. They can't be climbing up the walls. They can't be going crazy. Without those rules, there's no education to be had. Remember uh, on 9-11, you probably recall where you were. The speaker certainly does in school. And uh, the, the teacher all of a sudden said, uh, New York City has been destroyed completely or something like that. And my sister is, uh, is probably died. She was there. So she, th- she thought the whole city was destroyed. And since her sister was just in New York City in general, she thought her sister also died. And then the teacher ran out. And then all the other teachers left. Uh, and there was just that one cop uh, who was uh, at the front of uh, uh, on the desk. They're serving at the desk up front. And all the kids went so crazy and berserk, running up the walls, some literally flipping tables, yelling screaming, going nuts. So this is what would happen each and every day if there were no teachers. Same thing with a company. If a company said, oh, you don't have to clock in on time. You don't have to uh, kind of limit your lunch time. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) Aside from certain maybe uh, salaried employees that know they have to do a certain job. Otherwise, they'd get fired. If if there's no consequences, who would show up on time? Why show up at at 9 a.m. if we can show up at at 10 a.m. without any kinds of consequences. Why work at all if we're not going to get fired, right? If we can still earn money not doing anything at all, why do anything? What about the military? Would the military ever work if uh, trainees could show up and they could do whatever they want? They could show up in their regular clothing with their regular haircuts and uh, simply just lounge around and and somebody would ask them, hey, it would be very nice if you could do a few push-ups in a little bit, right? It would be very nice if you could maybe go train Ah, nah, forget about it, right? Would, the, would we have a military? Would any nation have a military? Absolutely not. And the same thing anywhere and everywhere else, whether it's government, whether it's state government, local government, national government, uh, parenting, right? Uh, if, uh, parents who don't uh, discipline their kids and don't create a structure for them, they're creating little monsters because the kid has, isn't thinking about what's good for them in the future. They want to do whatever seems good now. Right, so we see it's absolutely key. Uh, so what, well, let's let's talk a little bit about that. What's the underlying idea behind discipline? The idea is that we can, of course, only ever do things because we want to do them. Why else can we do something? Because we don't want to do it. We can only do what we want to do. There must be a cause for what we do. Another word for cause here is desire. We must desire to do that which we do. So the question is, what do these des- in relation to what do these desires arise? And in our natural state, they, of course, arise relative to a few things, to, to bodily uh, whims, right? I want to feel hot uh, or cold. I want to eat. I want to drink. I want to sleep. And also, uh, eventually, in regard to emotional needs, I want to feel good. I want to have self-esteem. I want to have pride. I want to feel this emotion. I don't want to feel that emotion. That's it. So we say in a natural, untutored state, a person is entirely at the whim, uh, 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 at the whims of their kind of, uh, you know, at the mercy, should we say, of their whims and inclinations. One second I want to do this, now I want to do that. So can anything ever come of a person like this? Of course not. Nothing more than uh, what can naturally arise in the animal state. A, a person is kind of out of fear to, to, to knowing that he or she needs to make money. Maybe then they can subserve their desires to, to what they need in order to keep a job or to stay out of prison or to 
fulfill some basic duties that, that if, if a person failed, that would be too painful. Somebody would scream at them. Somebody would yell at them. But without any kind of higher objective in relation to which to, to form one's desires, we're, we're never going to be anything at all. So we see that in order to be a successful student in school, we have to follow the, the, the rules at school. In order to be successful in the military, we have to follow the rules in the military. In order to be a successful athlete, we have to follow the rules of the game and to train uh, as needed in order to, to win and be competitive, uh, in order to have a successful corporation or to be a successful employee. We have to create value for the company. We have to show up to work on time, do our job, so forth and so on. So what about in order to be a successful something in general, a human being, successful, have a successful existence? What do we need to do? So here we can maybe think about it like this. So we can ask, what is it that uh, simpler forms of life need to do? For example, a bee. What does it need to do to be a successful bee? Well, it needs to be a bee. It needs to get pollen. It needs to serve the hive. It needs to make honey, whatever it is that the given species of bee does. That's what it needs to do. If it, de- it doesn't have the intelligence to kind of deviate from the program. It can't say, oh, now I want to go and be lazy because it, it just doesn't have the wits to do that. Right, now I want to go and, and uh, go on a vacation somewhere else. As far as we know, perhaps, as far as we know, it doesn't have the, the wits to do that. Right, what does a fish need to do to be a good fish? It needs to swim. What does a bird need to do? It needs to fly, if at all possible. Uh, what does a worm need to do? It needs to be good for agriculture, to cultivate uh, the earth through eating it and uh, you know passing it through its body. Uh, what does a squirrel needs to do? Whatever it is, squirrels do climb up trees, chase each other, bury some acorns, and so forth and so on. Every species, in order to be successful, needs to do what it needs to do. A plant needs to grow. Uh, bacteria need to try to hack immune systems and, and mess with us. Uh, the insects need to fly around. And we see that the whole animal kingdom and insect kingdom and plant kingdom, they, they're, all, they're just amazing. Uh, amazingly, they never have individual desires. Well, that's a li- that we can kind of condition a little bit by considering the higher primates, which sometimes uh, maybe go off the, the program at least a little bit, but nothing like us. But certainly all the simpler animals, they never ever go off of the program. There's never been an ant, as far as we know, that said, you know, I want to start my own kind of thing here. I'm going to uh, do, do these crazy things that nobody else does. No, the ant always does what the ant does. The bee always does what the bee does. The termite does what the termite does. So forth and so on. Its desires are always lined up with the good of the whole. And we see how pathetic it would be if, if, it, if they weren't lined up, right? If, if uh, an ant wanted to, let's say a mayfly. A mayfly is born at most, uh, I think it lives uh, a day or so, but sometimes even maybe 20 minutes, an hour or something like that. So imagine, a, and in that time, it has to quickly... Uh, reproduce and then it dies so imagine if a mayfly said no i don't want to be a mayfly anymore i want to be a, a bear all right so i'm gonna go and, and find the bear in this 20 minutes i have to live and i'm gonna like try to walk like it or like how would even it do it i want to go and, and be a rebel i'm gonna go to a different branch than another mayfly like i want to do me like that would be pathetic right and it would it wouldn't be a, a, a <laughs> anything that'll make the mayfly look good at all but it can't do that because it doesn't have the brain so concerning us what leads to our highest and true good if following the same reasoning we could say would be to be what we can be and what can we be it's a human being and what's a human being so we have to ask what distinguishes us from the other animals 
and the other forms of life and uh, chief among these things is, is a mind. We're, we're smart. We have intelligence. We can think. Right? We, we have the capacity to think in a systematic, rational way and inquire about things and as to what is the true and highest good. So consequently, it stands to reason that in order to be a human being, we do have to think. Right? And uh, from there, we can, the, uh, many other things come to attention. For example, how we treat others and uh, what we should do and shouldn't do. But it all starts from thought. If we don't think, we cannot be a human being. We can be something else, but not a human being. So here, we can then ask, we see if we need to, excuse me, in order to be a good worker, we need to show up to work on time, in order, all that stuff. So how, what do we need to do here? We, it stands to reason that we need to uh, figure out what it is that a human being does, and then we need to do it whether or not we feel like it on a given day. For example, we may figure out that it's proper for a human being to think. And then we can ask, try to sketch out a program where we can systematically have an opportunity to think. Maybe something small, like we give ourselves five minutes each day where we sit and we try to think a, 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 a rational, systematic thought that doesn't have to do with our emotions. It doesn't have to do with copying what somebody else said. It doesn't have to do with uh, talking about some kind of issue that we have, just a, a thought. A pure thought for five minutes a day. Now we the, the kind of we, let's say we decide this at the beginning of the week, and now the the week starts Monday, and uh, you know we come home from work, and uh, of course we want to watch TV, or we want to go on the iPad, or we want to just relax and listen to some music and eat, and, uh, and whatever else we do. Maybe we want to go to a park, we want to walk around, we want to build a snowman during the winter, we want to go to the beach during the summer, whatever the case may be. But we definitely don't want to sit there for five minutes. And think, it's painful, it's annoying, right? And yet we decided beforehand that that's what we need to do to attain our true good, to be a human being. So now the equivalent of what the school demands of the student, the military demands of the soldier, work demands of the worker, to be a human being would demand of us to override this will of ours, this, this contingent desire that says go do whatever it is that you want. Don't sit there for five minutes and instead we would have to sit there for five minutes and think, all right? So that's actually a small example. If we were to really go far with it, we would continuously think, what is it that I need to do to attain my highest good as the form of life that I happen to be as a human being? And eventually, that could encompass every single area. It could encompass when we wake up. It could encompass what we do in the morning. It could encompass our, uh, our how we make money how it could encompass our diet, it could encompass our relationships, it could encompass our thought. Every single thing, if we always ask ourselves, how do I reach the highest good? How do I attain the highest possible objective that I possibly can? That will give us instructions for what we're supposed to do. But of course, on a day-to-day basis, we will not want to do what, anything according to those instructions, or not usually. We can't be expected to. Again, on any given day, we want to relax. On any given day, we want to fulfill uh, the desires that come up concerning pleasure, concerning pride, concerning self-esteem, and so forth and so on. We definitely don't want to do with our, what our reason told us we need to do in order to be a human being, in order to be all that we can be. So here we see that we have the opportunity to do the same thing again, what the military does for the soldier and the school does for the student. We can eliminate our individual day-to-day desires in favor of what we have deduced is truly good for us to to reach our potential as a human being. But the key here is, right, we we see many 
kind of analogies for this, many metaphors for this, many allegories for this, and the things that people do. So, for example, very many people want to eat whatever they want, but they don't because they want because they're on a diet. Uh, very many people want to be lazy, but they don't, and they work very hard because they want to be rich. Very many people want to uh, kind of uh, be uh, ignorant, but or they don't want to, to study anything, but they read a lot of books because they want to feel smart, or they, or they try to get a, a PhD or two PhDs in order to, to have some you know, additional self-esteem points and things like that. So is this what we're talking about? So it's an allegory for it, but not quite. Why? Because in all of these cases, the person asks, what is it that I need to do to succeed as this individual? Kind of that again, obviously we can't get out of being an individual per se, but as this this particular person with these complexes, with this psychology, basically we're asking, what what psychological needs do I have and how do I best meet them? Is it that because I have to diet, I want to, to uh, you know, feel good about my body? Is it that, that I have to be very rich in order to be able to say, you know, part of the language, screw you to all the haters who didn't believe in me? Is it that I have to uh, go uh, kind of, uh, what else do we say? Whatever it is that people do, I have to sacrifice myself for this, for that. It, 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 the, and consequently, the result isn't what we're talking about, which is to become a human being and to attain the highest to attain the good, the result is simply frequently that we blow up our own ego and our own vanity and nothing good comes of us. And, and sometimes the reverse. The more we've sacrificed, the more we've disciplined, the worse we become. Why? Because now the, the, the more actual rational grounds we have to become proud. Right Now we've sacrificed our uh, day-to-day desires for, for 50 years in order to become we don't want to pick anything out because it's all equal. It's not. We don't want to be, be picky here. But in order to, to accomplish a certain objective, and now we say, look, I, I really did accomplish this, and now all of you have to bow down to me, uh, and now I'm this and that, right? So it kind of defeated the point. We, we just have a bigger ego. We have more vanity. So it wasn't what we're talking about. In order to, to get this job done, we have to ask not what are my psychological needs, not what do I need, but what am I needed for, right? Not what can I take, but what can I give? How can I be a, a sterling example of a human being? Not of this particular person or this particular psychology that was influenced because of these particular parents and this particular peer group and this particular time in history and this particular society. Not that, but a human being. Right? Again, we see the B is always the B, whether it's in Roman times and Greek times nowadays. Uh, we see that uh, the bear is always the bear, the fish is always the fish, so a human being. The key traits of which are always the same. Maybe a different language, some different cultural things, but the basic things for a real human being are always the same. So that's what we need to ask. How do I become a human being? How do I give? How do I sacrifice myself and my psychological individuality for the greater good? And once we figure that out and we figure out what it is that we need to do on a systematic, regular basis, then we can begin to discipline ourselves and sacrifice ourselves, and overcome ourselves, and break this stubbornness and this kind of uh, this little narrow will and, and these animalistic desires of ours, and we can truly become great. So that's a system in place. Briefly to summarize, practically speaking, we can sit down and we can uh, exert ourselves and think, what's the highest ideal that I'm now aware of? We have to remember not to get attached because the highest ideal we now are aware of isn't the highest ideal. We're going to be aware of a higher ideal if we work on ourselves and a higher ideal. So we can't get attached. That's another thing. People sometimes figure something out and then they spend their whole life in subservience to that idea, which can be great. But 
they never move on. There's, there's certainly a higher ideal, no matter what it is that they found. But because it's a, now there's an emotional attachment, then the whole, uh, all of life becomes about a particular thing. At this time, which can change in a week, today, what is the highest ideal that I can wrap my mind around? What is the best thing that I can think of as it concerns being a human being? Not as it concerns, again, the highest ideal. I want to, to travel and be you know, famous on social media. No, as a human being, as a form of life. What is it? Maybe I have to be, be thoughtful. Maybe I have to be kind. Maybe I have to be loving. Maybe I have to be selfless. Maybe I have to overcome my ego, my arrogance, my stubbornness, my anger, my, all these kind of th- things. What's the highest thing I know now? What's, who's the best we can use? Examples, who's the best person I know now? Who's the best role model? Right? And then we think, what is it that I need to do on a day-to-day basis in order to move toward that ideal? Maybe my simple example, I need to sit for five minutes a day and think. Maybe I need to read uh, something that will kind of get good ideas into my head. Maybe I need to uh, do something for my health, right? Maybe I need to work out, but not for my vanity, but to be a good example of a human being, to fulfill the, the duties of my species. Maybe I need to, to, to get, earn money, but again, not for my vanity, but in order to contribute to society, for example, in order to do my duty, to take care of my family, whatever it may be. But what is it that I need to do on a day-to-day basis? And we write it out on a piece of paper, and then that's our program. We commit to it, and then every day we have the opportunity to break our, our animalism, our animalistic desires, and form something great out of ourselves. It's going to be a battle each and every day. Once we've conquered those battles, once it's no longer a battle, we should have a higher ideal that, that we're aware of, and then we do it again and again, and we rise and we rise and we rise. And that's how we attain the good. That's how we attain our true desires. And that's where it's at. So we can think about it. Thank you for listening.